0: On Instacart, I can shop a huge selection of pet supplies, from that one brush that scratches him just right to that extra comfy bed he can't wait to flop down in. And I get everything delivered right to my door in as fast as one hour. Okay, 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 settle down. I know it's here. Yes, very exciting. Visit Instacart.com or download the app to get a free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum order $10. Additional terms apply. Instacart. Add life to cart. From the home of TV news, interviews, and reviews. This is the Custard TV Podcast.
1: Hey, it's the Custard TV Podcast, the official podcast of thecustardtv.com. Last night saw the start of a brand new drama series on ITV. Breathless is set in 1961 and follows the work of gynecologists and doctors in that era, and I absolutely. Found myself immersed in the world, uh, and I was lucky enough to get a chat with writer Paul Unwin. Welcome to the show, Paul. Thank you very much for doing this. Thanks for
0: having me on. I'm very excited.
1: So I suppose the fir- the first thing I should be I should be really honest with you to start with is that period drama is not my thing. To be if I'm really honest with you, um, I don't get excited by Downton Abbey. I don't really like a nun on a bike. It doesn't do anything. <laughs> and it doesn't do anything for me no. at all. Can I, can I, can
0: um, I be honest and... with you, Luke? Me neither. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Right. I'm not a huge fan of period drama. Um, and was surprised to find myself writing one. Um, but it was it was a long um story because I, for years, had been asked to write other medical dramas after being the co-creator of Casualty all those years back. And I, I always I always steered away from them because I was interested in 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 contemporary stories. It was only when I started to really think about uh, sex and sexuality that I thought, oh, it'd be interesting to go back to the '60s. So I hope people don't see Breathless as a period drama. And like you, it's not my favourite sort of territory. I hope they see it as a kind of period, as a way to look at different ways of living.
1: Having said that, I did find myself immediately immersed in 1961 i was sort of surprised how how comfortable i felt with it being set in 1961 because jack told us on set that 1961 is barely the 60s i mean when people think of the 60s they think of hendrix and hippies and the beatles none of that has really happened in 61 yet has it
0: no i mean it's it's a, it, no it's, it's it's just before all that really and it's just before the pill was made available to women It's just before abortion was legalised. It's just before uh, the end of the death penalty. I mean, quite a way. We've got five more years to go. Um, And it's just before homosexuality. Well, again, quite a way to go before homosexuality was legalised. So while it feels quite recent, it was a very different moral universe, a very different world.
1: And what sort of challenges does that throw up for you as a writer?
0: Well, opportunities, really, because if you're looking at 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 the world and you're looking for stories and you are um, writing about the present, obviously, we know what the present is like. Something where people have to do different things for different reasons um, is is always exciting and it's always very productive. So, you know, as simplest things, there are no mobile phones. You know, there are communications and transport are in a different league. But in terms of the storytelling and in terms of the way people behaved, um, there was another big thing and a great thing, which was that I felt that men and women behaved differently towards each other um, at a time when women had less control of their fertility. That's as simple as that. Mm. That before oh, yeah. the pill, before abortion was legalized, To be absolutely honest, going to bed with someone was a bigger deal, was a more complicated deal. And so once you had that idea, it became really interesting. How do women behave? They seem to be in some ways a bit more kind of sexually provocative, which is counterintuitive. But they certainly dressed in a way. And one of the things I love about Breathless is the look, the way we've created a kind of a world where it's not all you know browns and sepias, but it's really delicious and lovely. And women are dressed in fantastic clothes.
1: That is a good point, is that it doesn't look like, to use the phrase again, which I promise I won't use again after this, a period drama, really. I
0: hope not. We shot it differently. Um, you know, we said there were going to be no uh, bicycles. Uh, there was going to be <laughs> No nuns. No nuns. Uh, you know, <laughs> no kind of grand dame performances. And the camera moves a lot. And um, the way we, tra- we tried to give it a look, which is very high definition... Um, Mm. you know blink and you could be now it's not meant to look like it's an old thing it's just dealing with old morality I
1: think a lot of the reason why I enjoyed it so much is it's so fast-paced and you also directed the first couple of episodes was that is it more exciting when things move along quicker like that because I feel like as a director you must be just jumping from one scene to another and you have great scenes where some people are talking over here then more people are talking over there is is that easier to write or easier to direct uh, well I,
0: I, it's, it's, it's what I've always done I always think that there's you know you can never have enough story um it's quite hard work to direct because there are lots of scenes to shoot and there was points when we were filming and people said can't we just have a scene where people just sat in a room and talked for five minutes and you know because that would be that that's easier but but I wanted to make something and that's why it's called breathless where you felt that it really was moving along, where you're meeting a lot of really uh, interesting characters and you're going to go on a journey with them. And, you know, over the six hours that are now, or the five hours now left to show, there's a story that unfolds that comes, that draws all those characters into it and is driven by what happens in those people's lives. Because what I love when I watch telly is to be, you know, invited into lives and to spend some time with those lives. So that's what it is, it's, and that's why it's... Full. I mean, I'm dealing with, I suppose, seven or eight principal characters, and then introduce five or six key stories that come on and take us right through the drama to the end. And it's a, uh, uh, you know, it's it's designed to be a really breathless ride. It's interesting how people who've now seen, I suppose, the first three, four episodes, because they're obviously been in post production, and uh, people now coming up to me and saying, "What happens at the end? What happens at the end?" It's exactly <laughs> what I was trying to do. And you know, it's like tell me. And I said, no, I can't tell you. No, I'll buy you a drink. No, I can't. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's got to that level of excitement.
1: While we're invited into their lives, we are not told everything about them. There is a great underlying tension throughout the whole thing, which, which draws you in. How do you pace something like that so that you don't give too much away, but you don't leave people just Wondering, you know, what's going on? Where are we going to go from here? Is that a challenge? It is.
0: It's a really interesting challenge. And, you know, I, I'm sure like a lot of your listeners, I am, you know, I love things like Breaking Bad, though I haven't even yet seen the last episode. So don't say anything. I, I, You're the last person on the planet. I, I know, like, a like, at you at can't Twitter look at it Twitter. or anything because I, I, <laughs> I love things like that, but for, for, for all some personal reasons, I missed the, the last episode. Um, so I'm but I, you know, I love shows that take you on big stories. It is quite complicated to do. And my office is full of scraps of paper, which are the storylines as they unfold. Um, but I love writing stuff where you go, if you were going this way, if this character is going to do this, you do the opposite. So you're always surprising yourself by what you do. And that really surprises the audience. And it keeps everyone guessing. Um, Obviously, you've got to be true to the character. No one can tell, you know, you can't suddenly make someone do something completely out of character. I always think with with English society, there's lots of secrets. I don't know whether this is just my thing, but I always feel people don't tell the whole truth. And, you know, we're very polite to each other. So I really wanted to make something which was about the surface being very genial and very polite and rather attractive. Mm. The subtext or the background story or the backstory to be dark and complicated
1: and because they are so polite to one another and the etiquette is so different the secrets seem more interesting don't they because they're obviously they're all obviously almost acting within acting in a way no, that's absolutely no, that's
0: brilliant that you've, you've nailed it. It, it it's acting with acting it's like you know the actors love doing this show and they love the scripts or they were said, you know they were always very flattering about the scripts. Because while they were acting, they were also pretending to the other people that they didn't know, you know, what the secret was. I love those things where, as an audience, you are, you, you know, you're trying to read what the signals are and what's going on here, and you know, and, and that's what I think is great about long form telly. It's like really good long form telly. You just go, you just need to watch it to know what happens next, and that's great.
1: I think too often we're sort of spoon fed too much, aren't we? Or at least people think we need to be given too much. To enjoy something, but often the the figuring out the puzzle is why crime drama does so well, really, isn't it? It's because people like to have a guess along with everyone else as to where things are heading. Absolutely,
0: where and why and how. You know, that's that's you know, where are we going? How are we going to get there? And why are we going that way? And that's you know, as a writer, that's the question I ask myself for every character. Um, And you know, you absolutely nailed it. It's not it's not just crime drama. Crime drama is popular because the audience engage with it in a in a really, you know, what's going to happen next, why is it going to happen next, where are we going to go type way. I think that can happen with all kinds of drama. And Breathless isn't a crime drama, though it has crime in it. It isn't a medical and drama.
1: It isn't a medical drama either. And actually, that that's an interesting point, that, that we have this medical world, and yet it's not a series full of medical jargon or people rushing here and there, It's sort of an ER ER-type situation, or even called the midwife, dare I say the name. Uh, It's not, you know, it's not about the medical side of things really either, is it? That just happens to be an interesting setting for the piece. Yeah, it's, 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 no,
0: absolutely, it's, it's, I hope it's a good setting, and it's also, um, it's also a really good, I'm trying to think of the right word, it's a really good sort of uh, um, place for the audience to, for stories to come from. I've always thought the medical drama, you know, is this, you know, has this person got an appendix or not, It's slightly boring. What I think is really interesting is, you know, why have they got food poisoning? Was it because they went to a dodgy restaurant? Why did they go to the dodgy restaurant? Because they were trying to take yeah. the girl out, but they didn't have enough money, or whatever the story is going to be. And I just love those stories, which, I mean, medicine is, to me, I'm not at all interested in, I'm, not, I'm very squeamish as well, I, I don't like seeing it, but I'm not interested in, in you know what happens after the car crash i'm interested in why did we get in the car when we were drunk or why why did we do you know so and the same with breathless it's not a medical drama but medicine is it's it's about women and men's relationships and and most particularly about women's productivity you know yeah productivity to to have babies and controlling that so it comes back to um gynecology and obstetrics as a as a sort of, um, what's the best way of putting it, as a kind of stage upon which all this can happen.
1: Well, I was going to surprise you next and tell you that I don't have an appendix, but as you'll find that boring, we'll just move on. Don't tell me, I didn't know that. (laughs) Um, Where did the idea for this come from? Because a lot of people have unfairly already branded it as ITV jumping on the Call the Midwife bandwagon, which they have now they've seen it, those thoughts should be well and truly washed away. But where did the idea stem from originally when you woke up that morning well well it, it,
0: it was a slow it was slow I mean I, I really wanted to do um something which brought together um we, we, I wanted to write about about um uh, you know sex but not sex the actor I'm interested in that as well but but sexuality and I really wanted to find a way of exploring how people relate to each other in in a you know in a popular story way um, uh, before the pill existed and before abortion was legalised, it just struck me as being like a really interesting um, uh, period and and, and and group of characters. The characters sort of came about in a in a, in a all roundabout way. Uh, my 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 father, my late father-in-law, was a gynaecologist, so I had a bit of interest in that. Um, I was really interested in two sisters. Uh, uh, growing up, and I guess I, you know, I, I have in my family my my my, my, uh, my mother and her sister were very close for a while, and that's an interesting story. So all these things come together um, in terms of of things like call the midwife. Actually, this was developed a little before that at the BBC originally, um, and it was only when the BBC realised how successful call the midwife was that it decided they couldn't go on with breathless, and it was picked up by ITV. They are completely different shows, um, and they have, I think, a very different. Um, dramatic energy. Uh, the
1: tone of them is, is worlds apart. I think. Yeah, I hope so.
0: I mean, I, d- I don't mean that negatively about being a midwife. It's just we are just really different things. This is very inter- influenced by Mad Men. I can't deny that. The early series of Mad Men and the relationships between a glossy world and the way people behaved really inspired me. And I think you know, that's a. Um, and the other big inspiration has always been. The longer form American drama, like The Sopranos, I've, I've I've spent you know five six years trying to get people to let me do what I've done with Breathless, which is tell a long story. You
1: know? And do do you feel having done the first series, do you feel six is enough to tell a good story? Because we're always we're always praising American things, but do you think you can tell a good story in six? I do, do I really
0: do, and I think that. Um, it's actually a pretty perfect form because I think when you get more than six, you start to add up. And I think all those big box sets, when you look at them, you go, they're one or two episodes, you go, well, they really didn't need that. With six, you have to distill it down and really work hard to make that work. So I think six is about right. Um, It's always odd in Britain because, you know, in terms of, I'm going to to, um, uh, the Cannes TV Festival and there everybody's wanting to buy huge blocks of, you know, 20 episodes and stuff like that. And I just go, no, 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 let's just make it, it, uh, it really work over six hours. It's a lot of work um, and a lot of writing um, that tells a really complicated story about these seven or eight characters. So I think six is great.
1: I think you've written well. I mean mean McGovern's one of my favourites. I mean, he can, he can introduce you to characters in an hour. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know. Well, I, so, and I think Breathless does that as well. Well,
0: thank you. No, I mean, I mean to be mentioned in the same sentence as McGovern, um, <laughs> it, 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 you know, that's, that's made my day. <laughs> no, <I> think, <laughs> it would make mine as well. It's <laughs> just one of those writers. I mean, and, and, and Paul Abbott, who I work with, you know, great, great. There's some, you know, we've got some great writing TV in this country. And it's, it's really d- different and original. Um, Yeah, no, so I'm I'm carrying a torch because I'm really convinced that we should be being bolder with our stories and, you know, not be, uh, it's a cop show, it's a medical show, it's a, I think we should be going, no, it's a really good character-driven story and our responsibility is to the audience to keep them hanging on and really wanting to watch next week. I'm really, you know, I'm sort of a bit, bit, what's it called, Um, evangelical about that.
1: (laughs) And how much... Do you feel like you can tease us with as far as where it is going in the next few weeks well
0: in the next few weeks you 've got, got a lot to to go through. I mean I think the character relationship to watch out for is the uh, mulligan elizabeth that 's natasha little and, and Ian Glenn. Um, mm-hmm. That story is, a, is one that, 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 that takes us on a, on a real roller coaster and I think reverses in a way that we didn't quite expect and has consequences on all the characters that we will be surprised by. Um, And I think the other thing to watch out for is I think we are, we haven't left, While in the first episode we got away with an abortion, we haven't left that behind. Um, Abortions were very illegal. Um, When I was researching it, I heard a story about a GP, in fact, who, when the police came to knock on his door, uh, went out the back of the garage and hung himself, which was a tragedy oh, in word. itself, because he felt that he knew abortion was illegal and would destroy his career. The real tragedy was they had come for some completely different reason, which was a speech offence. Uh, okay. And I've always had that in my heart, that you know the, 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 this period which was so damaging for women and backstreet abortions and all that, um, what Otto Powell is up to and what he's trying to help the world He's trying to help women who've got into trouble, as he says in that scene in episode, in episode one. That story will go on and emerge in all kinds of different ways. And I also think the emotional relationships between... Um, which you've just seen the first hints of between Otto and, and Angela, um, flower in a way that... Well, they try and flower. Um, and clearly for a man of that position and of that apparent goodness to be having uh, an illicit relationship with the nurses in one way, um, what you'd expect, wouldn't you? But please watch this space, because the way we're telling it and the truth of the character is very, very different from that.
1: And Otto is an interesting character, because I found myself... One minute I liked him, and I understood his motives. The next minute I thought his behaviour was a little bit questionable. How do you think the audience will take to him over the the next few weeks? Uh,
0: I can only judge by what uh, someone who's seen the whole series said to me two days ago, which was, by episode five, I had fallen so completely in love with that man that what he did in episode six made my jaw (laughs) drop.
1: That's all. That is just that's an awful
0: tease that, that you did there. That's all I can say. I mean, you know, it's he is, and Jack is the most fantastic actor and wonderful to work with. And what he and I have created is exactly what you've just described, a man that you think is sometimes heroic, sometimes not. What you discover about him is slightly monstrous, but it's also extraordinarily charitable what he's done. He's an extraordinary character um, and he is full of contradictions. And I love that. I mean, I think that's what makes him the centre of
1: the show. How important to you as the creator, or the co-creator, is the Twitter response and things? Do you tend to shy away from that? Because one thing that always frustrates me is that people will perhaps be watching something as complex and interesting as Breathless and tweeting during it, which frustrates me. Yeah, no, I can't... Um,
0: My view is that when the show is on, when any show I've written is on, the nation should stand completely still. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> with a candle and the TV with on with a candle and the TV on and that there should be the tra- it, it should be the perfect time to film one of those zombie alien films because there should be no one in the streets just tumbleweed blowing and afterwards <laughs> they should then all be tweeting praise that's
1: all I want to hear yeah. <laughs> okay well we'll aim for that but do you do, do you look at that do you do you try and avoid it what what is your stand on that? no I
0: do look at it and I love responding and I love being involved with the audience I think that you know you get some people who go you you know it can be it can be hurtful, but I think the and and I don't take it all seriously, but I think that you know we'', we the, the great thing about social media um is that we're working we're living in a in a much more uh, you know involved uh, connected world and and I just keep finding that anyone I talk to about the show gives me ideas and tells me what it's working, and I love that I just think it's what t v should become I think we should be you know, people watch TV now on their computers, and I want them to watch the story and be involved. And, and I do think it's crazy to be making comments as it goes on, but I think it's great to be able as a, as a writer and a creator and a director and a producer of stuff to have relationship with people, with the viewers and stuff. You know, it's it, it's, it's one of the great things about the modern technology, and it, it, it's a great way of understanding what stories are hitting and aren't. Because in the old days, you know, you broadcast stuff and you just not know what
1: had happen. You bit... just wait till someone in the street stopped you about or, it. Or, or
0: not and you just walk around feeling lonely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been health healthy for T V because at least people are talking about um T V differently now, aren't they? Sites like mine wouldn't exist if people weren't still Interested in TV and have a healthy appetite for it. No,
0: no, I think your site's really, you know, and, and and there are several, you know, people. Do, I think it's a really key thing because I think it's informing that it's making television a bit more courageous because people are talking back and put, because people are going, "Oh, come on, that's that's a bit obvious," or or you know, you you spelt that out. It gives the 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 the, the creatives more and more strength because obviously what we do is we make something or write something or put it on. And it goes out. And then in the old days, you'd have no idea, really. And I think for television to move on and for it to become exciting, particularly with drama, actually, um, it needs the kind of interaction between people to really, to really land. You know, it's great. And, and I like hearing what audiences think, unless they're really rude. <laughs> you know, it used to be the sort of slightly odd box in the corner of the living room. It's now people really watch it seriously and really care about it and talk about it and, you know, want it to talk about the world. And I think that's very exciting
1: particularly on a Thursday at nine o'clock on ITV well, that, I what
0: yeah I think that's the key. Now, that's the key point I wanted to make yeah <laughs> no, it's particularly on a Thursday at 9 o'clock <laughs> on ITV on ITV at yes that's the one yes
1: that's the one they want thank you ever so much Paul I wish you all the best with Breathless I really enjoyed it and if you want to download this podcast uh, you can find it on iTunes or just download it from the website thecustardtv.com.
0: download this podcast from thecustardtv.com it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win